Hey everyone, Carrie Beck here with Homeschool Coffee Break, where we help you stop the overwhelm and you can take actual coffee break. We have been, um, we are actually moving into the holidays right now, and I'm so excited. I actually put something in the chat, wherever you are listening, live or replay, tell me what the weather's like. It got down in the 40s in Texas. It was like we had the air conditioner on last week. It was 90. And oh, it just feels so good. I got a sweater on. Oh and turn the heater on for the first time. Anyway, um, tell me what the weather is like wherever you are listening to this. So today what we want to talk about is the number one thing I did to keep Christ in Christmas. I know a lot of you, this is a hot topic. I did a whole um, masterclass last week, and there's still time to listen to that if you want to. Uh, and so you can do that. But what um I want to boil it down and make it super simple and cover some things that I didn't cover in the master class. I covered a little bit of this, but not really all of it because um, I realized that I needed to slow down and I actually had to carve out time to be with Jesus. It sounds obvious, you know, that we need to spend time with him. Um, or to get up early before the kids wake up, or if they're taking a nap, be with him. But a lot of times what happens is all the urgent things sort of pile on our shoulders, and we don't take care of the most important thing. We don't really see the need. We see the need to get busy, and let's just talk about um, getting ready for Thanksgiving. You know, getting ready for Thanksgiving can be overwhelming, uh, not just food and packing and all of that but emotionally and we need Jesus more than anything because some of y'all are walking in to situations that aren't going to be really good but we get so busy and worked up on all the little things we need to do to get ready we forget to get prepared ourselves same thing with Christmas you got uh, we got a long time I think it's at least four or five weeks between Christmas and Thanksgiving this year and we don't slow down and take time to be able to really get the help we need. Because if we're not fit, if we're not here if, uh, and in our heart, correct, then we're not going to make it. Hey, Monica, I was looking to see who was here. Um, and so we really have to say, one, we have to see the need. It's Christmas and it's all about Christmas and there's a word in Christmas and that is Christ. So how can you spend time with Jesus? And I'm going to give you six tips. I actually may expand one of them. First one is, and some of y'all are like, there is no way. I'm exhausted all the time. I can't do this. You know what? I can't just sit down even for 10 minutes and read my Bible. But I bet all of you I don't know what you're reading, but open the Bible to whatever. This is not what we want to be reading. It's a list of the families in Israel. Um, so let's just say we go to Psalm and we pick a Psalm and we read one verse in Psalm and we just leave it on the kitchen table and or the island or wherever. Every time you're walking by the kitchen counter, you stop and you read this, um, read these verses. Um here it is. Oh, my people, listen to my instructions. Open your ears to what I am saying, for I will speak to you in a parable. You know, that's just a short little verse, but you could think about it all day long. I need to open my ears and I need to open my eyes. I need to pay attention to what God is saying. I need to listen to his instructions. 
and think about ways that you could do that, ways that you can personalize that yourself, but also teach your kids. Hey, Sherry, glad you're here. So one, and I just, I didn't pick out a verse, like whatever you're reading, if you're reading the gospels at Christmas time, maybe you're just reading one verse that Jesus is teaching other people. Maybe if you're reading a story, it may be two or three verses, but you keep coming back to that all day long. Read your Bible in bed before you ever get out of bed. I've talked about this a little bit. I didn't say this specific thing, but I read my Bible first thing. When I pick up my phone, I get the Uversion app and I read the verse of the day and I think about it and it just centers me all ready to go. Sometimes for a few years, I actually read my Bible that was my reading. I would read it in bed before I'd ever get up because I was reading through the Bible chronologically. So that would be another thing. Get up early to read and pray. Some of you are saying, I'm not a morning person. I know. But when you get up early, get a big cup of coffee and read and pray, even just 10 minutes can make a difference. My middle daughter, Gentry, joined a women's group at the beginning of this year. It's a one-year program. They meet every week. And she's got four-year-old and two-year-old. She's super busy. And then she works two days a week. So she's got a lot going on. But the requirement for this thing was every day you read your Bible and you write something in your journal about it. That takes her some effort. You know why she did it? For accountability to be able to have accountability because she knew she wasn't going to be able to do it. So maybe find an accountability partner that checks in with you once a week or every two or three days, someone, and y'all check in on everyone. Read the Bible. Yeah, Monica's saying, oh, good idea. Read the Bible before you get out of bed. It really is. You know, most of us open this thing and we turn, not, I don't know about y'all. I don't, but Twitter, Facebook, I don't know, Instagram, TikTok, wherever y'all go, that's what happens. But get up early, read and pray. The other thing is to prayer walk. This is one thing I did when the kids were home. I would actually get up before they did and I would go for a walk. And that was my time to talk to God. It is still my time. When I go for a walk, I didn't today because it's pouring down rain. But I usually start my day, um, depending on when the sun comes up, I either start reading at home or I go for a walk and I pray at that time. It just loosens me up and gets me focused in the right direction. Another thing you could do is memorize Luke 2 as a family and then practice saying it every day, whatever portion you're practicing, and then meditate on it as well. And you're like, my kids are too little. But you know what? Ashley, my oldest, when she was, I'm pretty sure it was in kindergarten. They memorized Luke 2, and then they all came here for their Christmas party, and the kids stood up there and actually said Luke 2, um, recited it, and that would be a great way to do it. Um, you'll, uh, the other thing is maybe have an Advent verse, a different verse for every day. We have some Bible reading plans that you can get, um, or maybe one verse for the whole week based on the Advent candle, love, joy, peace, and hope. Leave it, uh, whatever that verse is, leave it out in the kitchen or wherever you spend the most time so that you're constantly reminded of that one Advent verse and some verse that's helping you to anticipate the celebration of Christmas and anticipate Jesus' second coming as well. You'll notice that pretty much most all of these things that I have said start with you. They don't start with fixing your kids or wrapping gifts or 
you know, whatever. They start with you. And I think that's the thing. Psalm 1611 says, in the presence of the Lord is joy. If your joy gets sucked out of you during Christmas time, during Thanksgiving, Christmas, holidays, whatever, you, I personally think you need to spend more time in the presence of the Lord because in the presence of the Lord is joy. Psalm 1611, Nehemiah 8.10 says, and the joy of the Lord is my our strength. So in the presence of the Lord, we're going to find joy. You will. I went through a week of total depression. I didn't even know I was depressed. But by the end of the week, I had found joy because every day, even though I didn't want to do it, this is several years ago, I got up and I read my Bible and I spent time praying with God. So in the presence of the Lord is joy. And that joy, joy of the Lord is our strength to be able to get through a hectic season. Strength to work with your kids' attitudes about Christmas. Ability to be able to move from commercialism to Christ. There's all these things that we're dealing with. And so you have to make a choice. It really is a choice. Are you going to carve out time to be able to spend with Jesus? If y'all have other ideas about how you've spent time with Jesus during hectic seasons, especially the holidays, please leave a comment wherever you are listening to this, whether it's um, replay or the live session as well. And let me know, what are you going to choose? What will you choose to do? Um, this is a burden for me because, and I'm not going to go through my whole story. That was all on my class last week, but I really had some meltdowns on Christmas day and it was not good. And I had to redo things. I had to change. I need to slow down and change some things in here and make sure I was spending time with God. And that was probably part of my problem because my priorities were messed up. Now, one of the things I will say, today is the last day that you can get our Christmas celebration bundle. It's a little, in, uh, I think, say $10 or something. I wanted to just show a few things. Um, where did, oh, I got all those things. I brought them downstairs and they're not in the room. Oh, well, I was going to show you a few pictures. So let me just tell you some things that are in it that might help you to focus on Jesus. Go through Matthew 2. There's a family Bible study on Star of Bethlehem, and you can tie it into homeschooling. Other things that you can do, and whether you use this bundle or not, these are some homeschoolish things that you can do. So do study Matthew 2, the, the nine clues of the star. Um, celebrate special days and tie them into your homeschool so that you don't feel overwhelmed anymore. We want to get rid of the overwhelm. We want to simplify what's going on. So don't make it complicated. Just pick one or two special days like St. Nicholas Day and learn about him. Maybe spend a whole week learning about him and then celebrate him. Make some German food or whatever. We've got lots of ideas in this bundle for you. I'm just saying it, you can use the bundle or you can do it on your own either way. Um, maybe choose a country and find out how they celebrated Christmas. Look at how Bethlehem you know, look at that history there as well. And that's a great homeschool tie-in. Find a way to serve others. As a family, find something that you can do with your kids to give to others. Even when our kids were little, we would take a Thanksgiving meal to a needy family. Now, and I didn't cook it. I just bought one of them at Kroger's. Um, but 
I would let them help me pick out, um, it, they were videos back then, a video that we could give them that was a Christian-based video. Or I'd let them, I'd say, hey, they've got two kids. Let's go to the store and buy one gift that we could give to them along with a good Christmas book or video. Um, find a good Bible Advent reading plan. That's also included in our bundle that you can just go through and it already tells you exactly what we're doing. It starts with the need for Christ and builds all the way up to celebrating him. Find a Bible reading plan for Epiphany. Those are the 12 days after Christmas. Um, and then you make yourself a calendar so that you know exactly what you are doing. One of our favorite things that we did was um, the Advent wreath. And so maybe learn more about that as well. We've got some good helps in the um, bundle. So you're welcome to do it. There should be a link wherever you're, if you're watching it, um, today is Monday. Um, and you can use three clues 23 if you want to be able to save some money and get the entire bundle for $37. We have four special bonuses that are popped in uh, this weekend and I extended them till this evening. Like, um, Christmas carols that your kids can learn and copy and maybe use for dictation. We've got family um, traditions, ideas for you to, you know, some of them are specifically about how do we get Christ in there, but some of them are other traditions. Um, we have copy work for you as well. And then the last one is the great antiphons. I think this starts on the 18th. Yeah, for one week before Christmas, um, you read one of these each day and it's um, the come from Psalms and they start with the the word O. It's as much as I'm going to give you. You can go find out more about that. Anyway, if y'all have questions, comments, anything about keeping Christ in Christmas, let me know. I should have said this at the beginning. Um, wherever you're listening to this, please subscribe to this so we can get more um, information like this out for everyone. And hopefully if you um, are listening to this after the sale, you can still go and use that link and look and just see if that's a bundle that would be helpful to you. Hey, thanks so much for spending time with me. I am Carrie back with Homeschool Coffee Break. Y'all have a great day.